What's up, girlies? Happy Valentine's Day. I hate that I said that. It's um, Valentine's Day Eve. We're setting the scene. It's 7.47. We are- yeah, it's, it's a PM podcast moment for us. We're surprisingly not in bed. Yeah, um, that's kind of- We had to put ourselves into a new simulation to get this podcast rolling for the fucking Love Line episode. So buckle up because y'all sent us some DMs. And I want to preface that we have not opened or touched- any of the DMs. I literally don't know what any what anyone has sent us. If you sent, if you got a response back from me and it was like, thanks, so excited to read this on Sunday. I literally did not open your DM. If you sent text, I didn't read it. If you sent a voice memo, I didn't click on it. We are going in fucking blind because <laughs> I didn't want to have any preface of like no. what type of conversation we're going to get. Maybe we're going to get someone saying like, oops, I found out I slept with my cousin. Like, oh, I don't know what to do on that one. But I want to be fully surprised. I want you guys to get my real first reaction. Maybe you had sex in a grocery store. Like, I don't I don't fucking know what i'm gonna get in these dms so i, I hope we get we them. have like a lot of them so i hope like some like i want some like juicy content about like some girl like making out with a, like the whole foods employee and like the supplement aisle yeah we want some slut moment because there's not much opportunity out there to be a slut in these trying times no but in honor of today's show uh um, we'd like to beverage or naughty beverage maybe we should reach out to zevia to sponsor the pod so, you know, we did an article, uh, an episode, which I don't know if you guys fucking listen to, but... Artificial sweeteners. We did a, a very in-depth research of artificial sweeteners. You should listen because you should care. Yeah, you should care. Just because we're... We must... We have to be your favorite podcast. If you want to be a wellness god, you should know about artificial sweeteners, ladies. So, pause this fucking episode, go listen to that one, come back, so you can be educated. We're talking about Zevia here. Zevia is a zero-calorie soda... <laughs> That is a relic of the Midwest. I went home one time, like, last year, and I just noticed my mom had vats of Zevia. Not vats, cases, sorry. But an amazing beverage. And, you know, being a wellness god, I was like, oh my god, Stevia, it's gonna fucking kill me. Like, I can't have those. Turns out, after Emma and I did some meticulous research for you guys... You're fine with artificial sweeteners, baby. You're fine. You're fine. Drink them, eat them, smoke them, whatever you want. Smoke them. Yeah, I love to smoke my stevia in the morning. (laughs) So, Emma and I are sipping on um, a a kind um, housewarming gift she gave to me as I'm now in her apartment, which we've never potted before before. Yeah, we're potting on the couch. Kate came uptown. Um... We decided to change up the scenery, get cozy. Get cozy for you girls. We're drinking Mountain Zevia. It's a mountain. Oh my god, okay. Burp number one. (laughs) We're going to do a little burp count. Um, Take a shot of CMOS every single time one of us burps throughout this podcast. Or like spirulina. Yeah, or don't do apple cider vinegar. You will die. You will literally get acid reflux (laughs) and die. Um, But yeah, your beverage of toys. Get some sediment dust of reishi and cordyceps and sip it all up. Um, so yeah, today's a love line. I'm pretty sure most of you guys, like, fucking know what you're into if you clicked into this podcast episode. Sorry for a little bit, like, rambly, but it's kind of the vibe. This is spiral hours for us. This is when we usually talk about men, so this is, like, why we chose to pod in the evening. Yeah, and, like, to, for, on the record, as Emma and I are navigating dating, I'm, I'm we're in a no-fucks mindset. Um, I... Girlies, I will admit, um, I do have a date on Valentine's Day tomorrow. I was going to have one on Valentine's Day. So, we are in the... We're with you, with the boy stuff uh, going through it. I'm very confused about my day tomorrow, so if you're listening to this and want to shoot me a DM, uh, I'll probably be on a date as you're... Uh, listening. So you, you guys can DM me. Yeah, so Emma, yeah, Emma's a girl boss, though. I would like to announce that Emma is her first week working back in the girl boss fashion life. 
um, which she can speak on. So yeah, Emma has less time for men because she is um, conquering I'm the world. I'm a busy bee. I'm, yeah. I'm a full-time employee with yes. a company that I was interning. Queen, um, girl boss Yeah, moves. for for pandemic hit we're opening our first store and so i'm gonna be working there so girlies in the new york city area and like you know if you're in soho and looking for some cute shit yeah you should like you know maybe come visit me uh that'll all that's all the details i'll give out for now yeah just a tease to keep you guys inspired that emma is chasing her dreams yeah i'll be a little nolita princess yeah basically (laughs) emma's running nolita right now (laughs) Um, in the like the tourists that are in New York City. I saw a bunch of tourists today and I'm like, y'all, yeah, I pandemic. Soho. I was in Soho earlier and I was like, what the fuck is this? Also, just a shit ton of 15 year old mobs of girls. <laughs> and I'm like, girls, Sephora, you can't go sample shit. Why are you here? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, anyway, I don't even know what we were talking about. Anyways, um, boys, Zivia, life, Zevia. Zevias are really good. Uh, it's kind of been fun to going, like, buying a six pack. Yeah, like- I bought two six packs and I felt like a dude in, like, the East Village carrying, like, two packs of White Claws underneath his, like, arms. Yeah, so if you're a wellness god, <laughs> treat yourself to some fucking Zevia. It's pretty cost effective compared to. It's like Olipop, but, like, not. cheaper and, like, really not good for you. Cheaper, like, probably kills your gut. Your gut yeah. bacteria is supposed to, like, help me in it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. You just wake up the next day. It's all about balance, girlies. Yeah, you wake up the next day, you drink your coffee, and you debate if you're going to have pancakes or oats, and it's all fucking good. Um, I truly don't remember anything I do after 6 p.m., so, like, the fact that I'm on my second Zevia, it don't fucking matter. Emma and I, I don't know how many I'm going to consume tonight, because <laughs> you guys sent us a lot of fucking DMs, but... We're very excited to listen to them and read them and advise you. Um, yeah. yeah. Take your dipshit advice. Yeah, once again, if you came here... <laughs> real advice, I'm... Mm. Well, if you ask for our advice, just generally, um, just, I would I would question that, um, as Emma and I are, like, not... Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in the, the world of boys, but I don't know how much experience we got with it, so... We'll give you our advice, but is everything, take it with a grain of Melvin salt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really need to, like, fucking go. Um, I'm going to call myself back, and then we're going to get in. But I hope you guys enjoy the ad read in a little bit. XOXO. Um, okay, we've collected ourselves a bit. Emma pulled we, out some magnesium yeah. gummies from Mega Food. So um, now we're like super zen and chill. You know, we're just gonna keep plugging our podcast. So if you want some stress supplements, go listen to episode nine, <laughs> uh, where we mention these magnesium gummies. If you don't already fucking know, <laughs> stop DMing us. What supplement should I take, bitch? Listen, we did a podcast. Listen to the fucking podcast. This is a fucking podcast. Okay. Um, so Emma's <laughs> getting into the DMs, and we're going to play ones listen to ones whatever the hell you guys remember did over we're there. not gonna state your name it's all anonymous so if you're eagerly waiting at the edge of your seat for us to answer yours like you're just gonna have to remember what you said if you hear your voice that could be awkward but you also chose <laughs> to do it so sorry yeah sorry not sorry okay first listener dm we first. get a screenshot okay setting the scene so emma's gonna read we get like two screenshots one of them's kind of like a meme within the screenshot yeah i'm thinking this is the person that messaged the girl Haha, ha. yeah. I wasn't exactly sure about the intent of your message. Full disclosure. There's probably a bit of an age gap between us. Michael and Eleanor wouldn't know this, but I just turned 30. I'm finishing up my degree at UVic. I don't know what school that is. Cool. After having worked and traveled for a number of years. I'd be glad to meet up for coffee, but want to be upfront about that. The next photo. It, me. 
Oh my god, it's the meme of the guy saying, how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> so, then the listener did not DM us anything else with that. But I'm assuming that means that an older dude just disclosed that he's 30. Now, listeners, Emma knows I have a soft place in my heart for 30-year-olds. He year loves olds. a 30-year-old, so you can speak old. on this one. Yeah, I can speak on this truth. There's something about 30-year-olds loving me, loving me for, not loving me, like, want to actually be in a relationship with me, but being obsessed with me, being the biggest fans of me for five months. It is the worst. Here's my listener advice. POV. I mean, I still have my heart set on one 30-year-old. <laughs> I don't know where he's at. You might be married to a milk farm woman. I don't know. But you have to think about why a 30-year-old would be seeking out someone who's a younger woman, Right. Like, if they're 30 and they're not married and they're looking for someone who's younger... They're 30 on the apps, like... Yeah. Imagine yourself being 30 on the apps. Now, if you're, like, you know, you've dated and shit and you're just looking for a new way to do it, no no shade on people who are 30 on the apps. But if you're a guy that's seeking out someone who's in their 20s, early 20s on the app, it sucks. Don't get too invested. Also, like, the other person's probably projecting visions of, like, marriage and life partnership and you're just, like... I'm vibing and I am a girl boss, so never settle on being a girl boss because every guy out there is just some dude. So it's just, there's another dude around the corner. Um, so yeah, if, if age is awkward, uh, that's my advice on that. Okay, next one. Short and sweet. Um, my boyfriend got what I think might be the worst haircut of his life, and I absolutely cannot bring myself to tell him that. It's so bad. It's so bad. Girl, you just gotta be like... You know, if you guys are dating, you guys have seen each other at your worst. Yeah. Like, just be like, bro, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, like, what? Is, like, make fun of him. Like, make bully. fun of him in, like, a teasing way. Like, yeah, just bully him. Like, eventually, like, he'll laugh. He'll get over it. Like, yeah. fuck. Like, who cares? Yeah, I'm sure y'all have had sex. I'm sure he's made fun of, like, your haircut. Yeah, I'm sure his Maybe friend... he has. Maybe he's a lovely boy. Yeah, who fucking knows? But I'm sure one of his friends has said something weird about, like, oh my god, she wears, like, weird Mary Janes or she wears Crocs or something. Like... There has been shit spewed both ways. Um, so, yeah, definitely just fucking let him, tell him it's tell not him, that deep. Tell him, if you hate it, then he'll know, like, okay, like, I can't get this haircut Also, again. we're in a pandemic, so, like, luckily you're probably not seeing groups of people, so this haircut will pass, but you want to bite it now, so, like, when you're at some sort of big event and he has a fucking ugly haircut, it's not happening, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, next. next one. We get our first round of, oh my god, a lot of voice memos. Let's fucking go! Okay, we'll play them. I'll turn the volume up. Ready here, for it. here we go. Hi, I have a question for the podcast. So I moved to a bigger city in August, and at first I got super excited about the fact that Tinder actually had guys on it, and that, like, there was a lot of options, um, but now, like, I've, I feel like I've gone on walks with a million guys, and I know the both of you have been talking about this in the podcast. I feel like I've literally dated the entire city and that I've sort of <laughs> run out of guys. And I'm reaching a point where I'm, like, um, trying to figure out if I'm being too picky or if, if, if I have, like, my standards no. set too high. First off, there's so no such thing as being too picky with men. On no, men. girl, okay, stop doing that. Wait, stop, stop there. Because I am, like... No, shit. This- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
Same. Agree. I have walked too many parks with too many men that are stupid I have gone on four mile walks. I walked from McCarran <laughs> Park all the way to Meatpacking District with a boy before. Like, yeah. Uh, it's not a you problem. It is a men problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, feeling like you've swiped to the bottom of the pits of hell is definitely I feel true. like I have covered, like... Today I went on Tinder and my top picks were, like, military gear. I'm like, <laughs> seven of them had it. And I was like, Tinder, you are fucking giving up on me. What the hell? Um... So, you're not, you're not alone, don't. And there's no such thing as being too picky. Like, remember, like, whether you're, like, seeking out, like, a boyfriend or anything, like, from the apps or whatever, it's like, there's nothing wrong with being picky. Like, you need to have standards and, like. It's your fucking time. Yeah, it's your time and it's, like, you know. There's plenty of people that literally don't date at all. Like, don't date for four years. So, it's, like, if you're going on a date, fucking, like, know why you're doing it. Exactly. Okay, next one. Continuing. On my own, I'm so happy with my friends, my life, my routines, and I just know that having a partner would, like, mess up those routines. (laughs) Not that I feel like that's holding me back. I I feel like, generally, I haven't met someone who uh, meets my standards, not because they're too high, just because I haven't found it. But again, like, I feel like I've I've gone on a million dates, so should I just... I think I get what she's like. I guess my question is how do you know if you have too high standards? Or is there such a thing? Like, can I have too high standards? Because I think my general mindset is if I don't find the guy that I want, then I should just figure out a way to be happy on my own. Perfect. And not just settle for something, someone that is okay. less than that. Okay, I love this. I, think I love this. Because I think my general this is, mindset. Wait, Emma. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. okay. You go. Okay. So I don't think that there's necessarily such thing as having too high of his standards, yet you can't expect a man to check off all the boxes. And I think I have realized that, like, you know, if he doesn't dress a certain way, like, that shouldn't be a fucking deal breaker. Like, yeah. if he fucking eats something, like, that shouldn't be a deal breaker. If he drinks milk, okay. We'll yeah. get over it. But I think it's, like, good that you recognize that, like, okay, you're kind of in this space where you know that, like, maybe having a partner might hold you back. But also, if you do find someone that, you know, supports you and, like, meets your expectations, then, like, like, Kate has mentioned before, like, love should feel easy and everything. That, yeah. like, if you find someone, like, and it works, like, it should be easy and should be an easy feeling and it shouldn't feel like, you know, they're holding a burden. you back. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll touch on to this, because I remember this one DM, it, I think it said She some, asked about, like, our dating life. Life, dating. yeah. Um, for example, I think with, like, you were mentioning, dating is a lot about timing, and, like, Emma and I, I think, have pretty much put pause on, like, seriously having a life partner and having to, like, restructure our lives, because I'm, like, I'm fucking young. I am not, like, moving in with someone and doing all that shit right now. I'm not fucking having kids anytime soon. Um, so you are allowed to have your free time and do whatever you want. I mean, I have literally, like, made up excuses to leave dates, being like, oh, no. Like, I literally know within, like, two... There was one date, this one guy. I knew within three minutes of meeting him. I was like, fuck, this guy is a limp noodle. I'm like, there's nothing going on here. So be selfish with how you date. And that doesn't mean you treat someone like shit. No. But it's, like, how you approach dating and you don't string anyone on. Because we've both been strung along, Emma, plenty of times. I think guys do it a lot more because they just want to have sex with you or whatever the fuck. Um... But I think when you do find the one, you do want to be with them. I mean, that's the shit that my mom says. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you and dad have been fucking married for 30 years. Like, of course you want to be with each other. Um, But having the autonomy to, like, step down when it doesn't make sense. Like, 
I know, like, a few podcast listeners were like, Kate, you had a boyfriend and you were, like, in love and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I was, like, in love with the idea of being in love. But I think, I realized, like, I don't want to, like, yeah, I don't want to, like, give up so much of my autonomy for this because it's not the one. And that's, that's, like, an honest thing to say. It's vulnerable. It's, like, maybe too tough to say that. But I'm like, no. Like, I stepped into it and realized that, like, it wasn't fucking working for me. Um, Frankly, some, like, manipulative shit. But I was just kind of, like... No, I don't, that's not how I want to live my life and I don't want to feel tied down to anything where I wasn't 100% into it. So you're allowed to make decisions and, um, you know, change your routine. And like, if you do find the one, it'll feel different. Um, It'll feel like you want to be around them. But yeah, I think I'm going to relate to that a lot. Mm -hmm. Spiritual level. Okay, next one. Is it, Um, what's our medium? This is a screenshot from Twitter. Ooh. Currently surrounded by men who drink oat milk, or drink real milk. I'm screaming. They're plotting your murder. And then, oh, wait, maybe this, no, that wasn't, that wasn't it. That wasn't the DM. That was our previous conversation. I was like, (laughs) wait, what? I have a strange attraction towards my new neighbor who invited me over for a sound bath meditation where we played all of his sound bowls in his gong, and then afterwards he gave me his dehydrator. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Um, okay, scam for the dehydrator, but anytime a guy gets into, like, weird shit with, like, sound music or, like, dare I say, body painting, (laughs) like, weird shit, it just, I I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a weird lure into, like, having weird sex with you. But maybe he sounds cool. I mean, if he has a dehydrator, that could be cool. That could be cool. I don't know. Sometimes guys that are just, like... I mean, definitely take the dehydrator. Yeah, definitely take it and run. Just make sure you have, like, an exit path if you go over there. (laughs) That's most of the time when it's, like, these dates. It's, like, if you're going over to someone's apartment, just make sure you can, like, you have an excuse. Yeah. Next one. Okay. Ooh, we got paragraphs. Ayo! Do you want me to read or do you want to read? You can read. All right, sick. Hey, guys. Not really advice. I have to tell you about my cursed first date. Perfect. We love a cursed first date. Love that, girly. I still experience them. Yeah. This... Wasn't just a first date with a guy, but the first date I ever went on. Oh, sick. Uh, okay, I'm reading. Sorry, I'm not going to commentate. I was 17 at the time and knew this guy through mutual friends. He had asked me to go to prom with him as a friend, and I said yes. Then I went on a coffee shop date to see if I was interested in being more than just friends. We had hung out in group settings, got along really well. I thought there could be something. We go to my favorite coffee shop. I'm so nervous because it's my first ever date. I start talking of things to talk about, then I realize that won't be necessary. This guy skips over all the normal stuff, and he goes straight into his trauma. Oh, cool. Um, he tells me that he found out his dad was cheating on his mom because he found pictures on his dad's phone and then goes into all of his childhood trauma. I'm sitting there shocked knowing not know what to say. I mean, I feel bad for this guy, but honestly, he needed a therapist, not a girlfriend. I basically told him I thought it would be better if we stayed off friends, and boy, that made my life worse. Basically, he told me that our, to our whole friend group that I was a bitch when I wasn't. I couldn't explain that. The home boy just needed a therapist, not a girlfriend without exposing him a few weeks later i go to prom with him because i don't want to be the bitch and it's terrible he's making the whole thing uncomfortable and awkward because i won't date him i wish i could say that i ended this ended after high school but i throw out the years he has drunk called dm me on every platform and ian dm my friend i blocked him when i when i blocked him and i'm 21 now i wish you could say my love life is better but um a girly is still struggling a lot wow wow um you know i've never really had any like reoccurring ghosts like come up and like from the past really like continue to hit me up Unless it's just like a, hey, I think about you. But like, oof, the trauma unloaded. Um, That's a lot. It's a lot, girly. Um, yeah, you know, keep blocking him. Yeah, just try to keep your distance away and like, you know, don't feel, if he tries to like, not pressure you, but like guilt trip you into like talking to him or whatever, because he's like, oh, my life is so, if he's still using the trauma stuff, like just don't fall for it, just, you know, 
move on, hope for the best, manifest good vibes for him. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. Hi, girlies. I'm a senior in high school. Little sis energy. Love. Cute. I'm still trying to get over this perfect guy that just didn't work out. I'm trying to move on and, I'm, and meet other people, but now I feel like because of him, my expectations are so damn high and I'm not attracted to literally anyone else. Advice? P.S. Love listening to the pod on my silly little walks. Aw, that's so cute. Oh my god, love. Um, yeah, getting over people is something I still fucking struggle with. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, for me, it's, like, really helpful, I think, to date again. Just to know what it's like to, like, oh my god, I have to get ready again. Like, there are other people in the world. I think I've had times where it's, like, I ended something and then I didn't see it people for months. And I was, like, fuck, am I even a woman? I'm ugly as shit. So, it could be beneficial to go on more dates. But I also relate to you. Like, I would go on dates and I'm, like, well, they're all fucking bums. I don't want to date any of them. Yeah. Um... I think just not putting pressure on yourself to once to, like, get into, like, some whole, like, love again or just, like, a big, deep crush that you're going to, like, devote all your life to. Um, not to say, like, date unintentionally for any, like, means, but it's, like, yeah, if you had an intense crush on someone, like, that's a part of you. Um, so- and also, like, you said you're a senior in high school, so, like, you're probably not on the apps, but just, like, I don't know where you're going for college, but, like, you know, maybe just know that, like, once you get to college, there's going to be a plethora of new boys that you can experience and, like, that whole new chapter will probably distract you and help you move on. And, like, and, people that have yeah. gra- rose, gra- grazed. People were grazed in a different environment, <laughs> like corn. No, people were raised in a different environment. You're going to meet people from yeah. different parts of the country. So it's going to be a lot different. Like, yeah, there will be a bigger pool. A bigger melting pot for you to date. Mm-hmm. Um, good for you for getting on the boys earlier than Emma and I did. Yeah, <laughs> LOL. Hey, next one. Hey, you two. I'm here to represent all the lesbian girlies with a question for the Love Line episode of the pod. Ayo. So I've been trying to improve myself and my health with regular hydration, baked tofu, daily sunscreen, etc. Okay, queen. Love. But my girlfriend is definitely not on the same page lifestyle-wise. She doesn't have a set sleep schedule or skincare or exercise routine, and her diet is primarily fruity pebbles. Obviously, I love her, even if she stayed inside all day and drank exclusively Mountain Dew. But I really want to see her happy and thriving and think her life could benefit from a little more health goddess energy. I love this, like, wording. Me too. How do I put her onto a wellness path without seeming like I'm pressuring or shaming her in any way? Thanks. I think the first thing is just, like, you know, I mean, like, hey, let me cook you dinner tonight and, like, make a really beautiful meal and then, like, explain to her, like, you know, maybe be, like, the tofu has, like, really high protein. Like, the rice is a really good grain. I think just, like, living by, not maybe kind of, like, by example or be, like, hey, let's go on this, like, afternoon walk or, like, let's maybe make tea or make like a matcha as opposed to having like an energy drink just kind of like making like subtle suggestions because maybe she is would like it yeah Yeah. has never yeah and just hasn't really fully been exposed to it or doesn't really know where to start and like i think framing it as a mindset of abundance versus like you're giving up everything else you do in your day Mm -hmm. like i've been plenty of dating experiences where you're like oh god the guy literally like doesn't do anything with his day he eats like shit but then like emma was saying you cook a meal you just kind of explain i mean i'm sure if you guys are like living together it sounds like you would know what you do in a, a day but I, like i think for me i was like messaging a guy and i was like yeah i went on a run and then i did this and then i stretched and i foam roll and he was like why would you foam roll your muscles and then i like talked about it and yeah. it made sense so understanding that like i think people are open to the like yeah. lifestyle and if she's if she like loves you and like sees that you're doing that type of stuff like i think she would be interested in it anyways yeah and i obviously since you guys like are like in a relationship i know you're probably not like shaming her for like how she's eating or whatever yeah I mean, yeah so just like making like little suggested ideas to make it like cuter be like hey we should like you know i don't know if like yoga studios are open or whatever right now probably not but like you know be like let's go and like do this like yoga class or yeah. something just like Fun little suggestions. Yeah. Oh, but I love that DM. Me too. I love the wording of that. Oh my gosh. Okay, next one. 
Okay, I accidentally developed a crush on my sugar daddy, but he stopped giving me attention. So now I feel like I lost the game. I was supposed to exploit him, but now I'm now I'm the one feeling vulnerable. Oh, one more thing that I think is important to point out is that he stopped giving me as much attention after the attack of the Capitol. His excuse was that he was so distracted by what was happening that he wasn't getting as much work done. So then he had to catch him on work, but I don't know what to believe. Because then he asked me if I wanted to watch the impeachment trial with him this week, like, OMG. But then he never followed through on plans. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. A lot of layers. Wait. Goals, kind of. Okay, I know plenty of people who have gone on to seeking arrangements, but have never followed through on, like, the seeking arrangement, like, meeting the guys. I have one. I have, have I considered making a profile? Absolutely. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Have I made a profile? Mm, Really? I Wait, made I, it to the, I made it to the last step, and I was like, I can't do this. Breaking news! I didn't know Emma had made it through seeking arrangement. But okay, I like made the profile, and I was like, nah, and then I deleted it. Okay, so if you don't know, if you, I'm sure there's some younger girlies. <laughs> I didn't learn about this thing until I was 21. But there's a website called Seeking Arrangement. If you're a young girl, you can go on there and seek out sugar daddies. If you're a young guy, you can seek out sugar mamas. You go on dates and do different activities. Like, if you're a guy, sometimes it's, like, a, a literal, like, woman will take you and, like, go on a shopping spree with you. Sometimes it's, like, going to dinner. And then a lot of it is sexual stuff. Um, the reason that I learned about it is because NYU is, like, the second most popular school in the country for sugar baby services, I guess. I learned about this in a gender class, gender and communications class. And the first school is some random fucking school in Texas. So, classic, love that. But... Yeah, you basically just get paid to, like, be someone's sugar baby if you weren't familiar with the term. So that's what the listener was referring to. Now, I don't necessarily know. Like, I've had a few friends that actually have sugar daddies, and they ghost the sugar daddy. Like, they ghost the Mm -hmm. one with the money. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it goes both ways, but... Just know, honey, that there's probably other sugar daddies out there. Like, yeah, if you're hot enough to get one, girly, you got another. Yeah. I'm sure. That Capitol Hill thing is funny. That um, is funny. We love a woke king with coin, I guess. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into the next yeah. DM. Girlies, I'm very excited for the pod. Yo. My fun question is what's a gal to do when you're in the know, but you want. Wait, what? You're, you're in the know what you want to do of your life phase, and all the men in New York City haven't grown up yet. Oh, okay. Or can we talk about the horrific ratio in the city? I know a bajillion incredible women and, like, two good men. Uh, yeah. Men take forever to grow up, like... Yeah. And then you date older, and then it's like, oh, why are they looking There's, for a 22-year-old? It's really hard to find the sweet spot. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, they're mostly terrible men. There are a few out there. I think it's difficult, too, because... As you were mentioning, like, when you're at a point in your life and you're like, I want to, like, take care of myself, have a skincare routine, have supplements, like, you know, better myself and then find someone that compliments that. And then the guys, like, don't even own a toothbrush. It's like, okay, well, like, yeah, okay, you have a job, quote. And, like, yeah, you have friends, quote. And, like, your life isn't... Your life is, like, not the same level of mine. So I'm like, I don't want to fucking commit. And, like, I also don't want to babysit you. Like, I don't want to give you, like, a supplement routine, like pay me bitch yeah so you know we feel you we see you we're <laughs> struggling too we live we laugh we love we yeah, vibe that's all you can do in this court in this cursed city yeah do you want to hit another zevia emma yeah let's hit another zevia um we're gonna take a little zevia break we are not sponsored though we would love to be uh if you have a connected zevia hit up my dms or um, anyone <laughs> yeah or anyone if you have rich parents fucking hit me up and they can sponsor the podcast yeah. too so ttyl in a bit Okay. Uh, cheers, Emma. We cheers. have another Zevia. Uh, this will be our third Zevia of the night, sponsored by, um, not sponsored by, 
um, <laughs> ginger root beer. Sorry. Yeah, we switched it up this time. Like, yeah. A, whole, a classic. A classic, classic American hero. <laughs> okay. Okay. Into our next DM. Anyway. Um, okay. Here we go. Uh, hope y'all are ready. I'm 20 and have only had one boyfriend that lasted like a month because of a shared passion for kombucha and yoga, but it quickly ended because of a difference in values and other reasons like he didn't really believe in Black Lives Matter. After we broke up, he kept hitting me up to hang out, and when I didn't respond, he literally showed up at my house, and then I, when I finally texted him, I didn't want to hang out, and that it's weird to show up at my door, and he's like, well, looks like it worked. <laughs> How do I find a chill man who actually respects boundaries? This is my only experience with a boyfriend. I feel hopeless in the love department, lol. Um... Okay, girl, my boyfriend lasted under a month, so I'm with you on that. You get, yeah. Okay, the kombucha to yoga to he doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter is a really interesting pipeline that I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But, okay, I guess the wellness, like, right-wing stuff does exist. But, yeah, I don't feel discouraged. Um, Dating, there's no, like, linear path. I feel like for me it was, like, everyone has their first boyfriend and they have their second boyfriend and their third boyfriend. And then they get married. And I'm like, okay, some people literally have one boyfriend they get married to, and then some people have, like, 75 boyfriends. So don't put a pressure on it because, like, I have, like, quote, dated people for five months, and we never had official labels. So, like, stuff can be a lot more meaningful, or you could have some, like, lusty moment in the south of France with a boy that you would think about for a year. So... Don't worry about the Don't labels. Feel hopeless. Also, you're only 20. Like, Girl. so much, so many years ahead. Girl, I didn't even kiss a boy till I was 20. It's fine. It's yeah. chill. It's chill. Um, okay. Next one. Some voice memos. Let's Here go. Here we go. So, I'm 20 years old. I live in Philadelphia. Um, very independent. Got out of a long-term relationship, like, two years ago told myself that I was just going to live through my college years and through just my 20s single doing my own thing and the next thing I know when I'm like in the best spot of my life like I feel really confident this is like August time and I meet someone who I've now been with for like three months um and I am just like so in love and I know that sounds really cheesy but it's like the best feeling to find someone that you really feel like is your soulmate but there's like a big part of me that almost regrets diving into this relationship even though it feels so right just because of all the visions I had for myself of being single Mm. okay that's the first part I guess for me I just want some advice from you guys you know being females around the same age as me just should I be living my life right now like exploring my pansexuality and being my best independent badass self or should I kind of follow my heart right now like I feel very confused and conflicted on if I'm doing the right thing or if I'm holding myself back by being with him even though he is like the most supportive and loving person um that accepts me for who I am and makes me feel like my 100% authentic self all the time um I don't know I I feel confuzzled by life very confuzzled (laughs) now we have the third 
Literally, I don't even know if you guys can answer that, so don't feel pressure to include that in your podcast, but I would love to just hear from other females or people that are just, like, in my situation where their approach was something that's so unfamiliar and so, like, not expected, like, not what you want, but at the same time, it feels so right. I also just feel like COVID has such a big part to feel, like, to play in this, like, if COVID wasn't happening right now, there would be no chance that I'd be in a relationship because I would be out just like doing my own thing. But I always just fall back on, oh, I'm in my apartment so he can come over and hang out with me since I can't see anyone else right now. Like, fuck the pandemic. Agreed. Fuck the fact that it's literally mid-February. Holy shit. I'm having (laughs) a total eye. Okay. So I feel like I'm assuming you had kind of a vision, a vision for what you kind of wanted your life to be. You wanted to be independent and everything. And you probably had these like expectations for yourself. And then, you know, pandemic or whatever, you found yourself in this new situation that you didn't really anticipate or expect. And I feel like with dating and love, again, it just like happens kind of when you're not really looking. When you're not looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think, you know, there's still a way where you can continue to like live your badass independent life. And still be in a relationship. And I think, you know, if this man, you seem very in love, as long as he's supportive and supports your vision and you should be able to pursue your dreams and don't feel like being in a relationship right now is going, or any relationship, you should never feel that is, will hold you back. Totally. Like, I think for me as a, as a young feminista, I was like, oh, fuck, I'll never be in a relationship. You selling your feminist card to the world if you're date a fucking man, you know, like, that was a lot of the behavior. But you look at some of the most successful women ever, and they're married to whoever they want to be married to. Like, they have a life partner of some sort. So it's nothing less of you to be in a relationship. That was something that I, like, had to get over that whole concept of, like, fuck. Like, having a partner is not going to make me less of a person. So I think it's totally possible. And like you are saying with COVID, like, it does suck, but there's also, like, no one judging what you're doing right now. Like, yeah. you don't have to go, like, to a party and be like, hey, everyone, here's my boyfriend. Or, like, hey, family, here's my boyfriend. So explore like whatever you can and i think yeah obviously like covid wise it's like much safer to like be with one person than be like dating a bunch of people so i would say just follow where your heart is you know do some reflection on it but i don't know i feel like you're in a good spot with it so we support you girl we do support you okay next one hi kate and emma first of all i love your podcast i just returned to campus for onboarding quarantine and your podcast is getting me through oh my god i am so sorry and that sounds like hell but i understand they have to do it um so here's my love situation i have had a crush on a boy for a while now but he has a girlfriend rn meanwhile i've been texting a boy who was sweet but i am not attracted to him friend zone vibes so this is kind of a two-pointer how do i move on from a crush and how do i do the slow fade we will have a class together in a few years zoom breakout rooms i can't wait to listen to your special valentine's episode oh my god queen good luck with college i'm sorry that college is like so bad right now yeah okay the one you're not attracted to dump 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 if that that needs to be a red flag like i wish i would have followed my heart on that one like you will never get around the fact that you are not physically attracted to someone and everyone who's like looks don't matter fuck that they definitely do when you are being around someone you want to show off your partner like 
you have to be fucking in love with that person and like think they're hot as shit so yeah you can't convince yourself to love someone once again i think you could be friends with someone but if you want that romantic partner if you want to be in love you want to have that crush like feeling it's not going to be with someone that you're fucking like lukewarm about. yeah and just tell them like listen i like i really respect our time but i just can't do this with like school and everything just you're you busy. Can, you're you busy. can make excuses. Girl. You don't have to know the truth. You're busy as fuck. Just be like, I am stressed with school. I'm having a breakdown. I can't. Also, like, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you'd be in, like, Zoom classes and shit. So just, like, there's no pressure. You're actually going to, like, run into him anywhere. So it's chill. And guess what? If you have a breakout room, breakout session with him, and he's in your room, just turn off your camera and be like, oh, no, my camera doesn't Broke. work anymore. Yeah, fucking. Or just be awkward. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of own being, like, an awkward asshole sometimes. Yeah, so like it's fine. Getting over a crush is another thing. Um, I feel like that's, like, a lifelong process to learn how to do that. Uh, once again, like, you know, it'll, I think for me, every time I get over a crush, it's just, like, that feeling of butterflies that, like, oh my god, it could happen again. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you've probably had a crush than more than one person in your entire life, so just remembering that, like, it's a cycle, the next person will come, but it does suck in the intermediary when everyone else is fucking ugly, so, I feel you on that one, girly. Um, okay. we relate. Next one. Ooh, we got some memos. memos. Okay, so I don't know if it's too late for this, but I... Basically, I work in this, like, public market, like, uh, mess hall type place, really cute, bunch of different vendors, everyone's friends with each other, and I work in a coffee shop, and usually I work alone, and it was, like, a Monday night, and we had run out of, um, whole milk, and this man ordered some drinks and, like, asked for whole milk, and I was like, oh, I can't give you whole milk, or out. Uh, you can have oat milk, and then, um... I'm like, make his drinks, or I'm give them to him, and he's like, um, do you have Tinder? And I was like, what? No. And he was like, oh. I was like, why? And he was like, well, I was looking for you on there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have Tinder. He's like, oh, well, you're really pretty. Can I have your phone number? And I was like, thanks, but no. And then he's like, oh, okay. And so this other guy who works in the market that I'm friends with, like, came up to me. We're talking, and, like, we're pretty good. whatever he's like talking to me and I was like oh my gosh I'm so flustered right now like we ran out of milk and then this other guy just like asked me for my phone number it was so uncomfortable and he was like oh what'd you say and I was like I said no and he's like oh well like can I have your phone number and I was like what and he was like ha ah, just kidding but like later and I was like wait no what what did you just say to me and he was like uh and I was like are you kidding He's like, well, like, you just always dress so cute. And I was like, okay, okay, sir. Um, he's like a, he is an interesting guy. We'll definitely give him consideration. He does have my phone number now. Um, spoiler alert. Then, the next part is crazy. Um, okay, then, after that. Um, I'm, like, literally so frazzled. I'm like, what just happened? Like, two men in a row literally to a random man and then a man asked me for my phone number in return of me telling him that a man asked me for my phone number made me uncomfortable um and then um this other guy who works another a third man who works in the market we're like friends whatever comes over and is talking to me and i'm just trying to mind my business at this point i don't want any of this attention i really don't don't like it and he goes so do you have an instagram and i was like going on and clearly men are fans and that's all i had to say um 
Yeah, thank you. Love the podcast. Oh my god, Shotty, you just said spit bars. Um, okay, I feel that. I feel like literally like boys come in waves. They come in waves. It's like a million men at once, or it's just it's ghosts. quiet. Um, I relate to that a lot. Yeah, you'll just have, like, random ghosts from the past hitting you up, or you'll have, like, DMs, like, a lot of men on the apps, and you'll have, like, conflicting, and then you kind of have to be like, oh, do I like this one more, this one more, like, ugh. So. That's a lot. I would be, I would have, like, spiraled in both, I would have, like, gone crazy if that happened. Yeah, oof, all in one day, too, and you're on the job. Wow, that's some girl boss moment. Um, I hope you, like, treated yourself to something nice after. Um, that all sounds like fan behavior, honestly, but fan I don't know. Fan behavior, and hopefully... If you're attracted to any of them, go off, but, like... I want to know if they, like, you know, ever come came back to the coffee shop, like... Yeah, is this, like, curse now? Do you, like, hate your yeah, place of work? Yeah, literally. Um, so, I comment? I think definitely good you did not give, like... I hate when guys ask for Instagram and, like, hate... Yeah, I hate giving social media type of stuff. So, good call on your part, girly. Next one. Hey, first off, I'm officially obsessed with your podcast. Like, everything you talk about pretty much reflects what I think about on a daily basis. For the next episode, excuse me, I have a question. How does a college student that hates Snapchat and doesn't know how to flirt over social media meet guys? Preferably nice and respectful guys because we don't have time for douchebags. And then she also said, meet guys during a pandemic while living on campus and needing to somewhat follow the rules. Okay, I don't Damn. use Snapchat either. I don't, I've never had Snapchat. Um, I also don't have any, like, I have, like, 8% men on Instagram, so it's like, I've never been I've on never, a date with someone from yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I've never really have used Instagram really as a way to, like, talk guys. to guys either. But also, Emma and I went to very, like, not traditional colleges, so, like, I was not on a campus life, so I was not, like, really seeing straight guys, because I was, like, taking artsy classes and such, just being a girl boss. Um, um so I recommend... So that's led us to dating apps, Yeah, so I would say maybe get on the dating apps. Just to see, just to see, like, what the men in your area look like. Yeah. See, do I even want to be involved in that? For me, I was, like, so paralyzed, because I hadn't, like, had my first kiss since I was, or, like, until I was 20, and so then I, like, got on the apps, and I was, like, oh my god, like, Shit, there's, like, this is what guys look like. I just was never around straight guys. So it could be helpful just as an exercise yeah. to see. And just to talk to guys in practice, because also it's, like, yeah. these are random men in your area. You don't have to worry about seeing them on campus, probably. And you also, like, don't have to go on a date with yeah. anyone. And, the, I mean, I've never done them, but, like, with, like, if you're super, like, freaked out about meeting people, you know, you can do the video chat stuff on the apps. Or you can really just be, like, bro, like, what's your protocol on dating COVID. during the pandemic? Yeah. like are you like being like really reckless or are you being like you know a responsible person so then you can kind of gauge and then like i always just recommend you know like meeting someone in a public place first just get coffee you guys can kind of you know like distance distance you don't have to like go to his apartment and you know do all that so there's ways to do it obviously it's not ideal and it is like a challenge but i think also don't put pressure on yourself i think pandemic it's like there's a lot of dead time so it's kind of like oh, maybe I get really into cooking. Maybe I get really into dating and, like, exploring new things. But also, like, don't feel like you have to do it just because there is this extra time. You also can pick up hobbies. You also can, like, call your parents more. So, yeah, that's that. Okay, next one. Hi, cuties. I love the pod. Dating advice. How do you get over the anxiety of dating in a limited pool? I'm sure you got this dating in New York City, but I feel like even in such a big city, it's such a small world, and, like, three of my exes know each other, LMAO. Also, advice on how to branch out and meet new people, trying to get into the bad bitch men or fans mindset. And then I think we got a memo. Memo. Oh. 
Hi, Kate and Emma. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. I've literally been listening since um, episode one. You are both my health inspos, wellness queens, as well as style inspos. You're both so like oh cool God. and fashionable. I just wish I could be friends with you. Okay, you're you're a friend. Yeah, everyone is our friend here. Was that it? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, queen. Um, okay. Dating anxiety of dating a limited pool. I've never like met. I've never dated guys where they knew someone from my past because that sucks. Like all your exes know each other. Um, yeah, getting to new circles. I feel like New York is actually pretty easy to like meet people that you like don't have any connection to with dating apps. But maybe if you're like dating with a friend group or like if you're going to the same place and like yeah, you're probably gonna see the same people. Like there's definitely like notorious bars where like the same type of people would hang yeah. out at. So. I don't know, maybe take a risk and, like, go on a date with a type you never would. I notoriously say, like, I will never go out with a creative. Like, I fucking hate that type. And then I, like, went on a date with that one, this one, like, vegan guy in Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, my God, that was a nightmare. Like, check the box that I don't want to do that again. So, you know, you might meet some new people, but um, we love you. Um, thanks for sending in the voice memo. Um, and thanks for listening to the pod. Yeah, Aww. love that. Love a queen. Yeah, but- so maybe just sort of, you know date a new type of man see how it goes i mean obviously with pandemic it's like hard to meet new people as well but love that you are yeah yeah okay next one next one okay lol my most recent argument with my boyfriend is that i have an issue with being called cute versus sexy or beautiful this came up because i told my bf i liked pear-shaped diamonds he's a jeweler and he basically said that they're too sexy for me i got pretty offended when he said that when he said that cardi b made the shape hot and or sorry, Cardi B, not Cardi B. Okay. Um, and it's more for sassy girls like her and Kylie. Oh, she didn't mean Cardi B. Okay. Confusing. I'm, I'm bad reading. Okay. I told him how rude it was to be comparing women and that he said a circle shape would be better for me because I'm cute. It really doesn't sit right with me and messes with my self-image. A woman can take on so many images and forms that sucks being put into a box I don't even align with. Sorry to dump this, lol. Not sorry. Don't be sorry. But I wonder what your perspectives are since it's such an interesting concept I've always thought about. I've never seen... And I've ever seen YouTube videos of the topic of cute, sexy, beautiful. It feels like a bad thing, even though all of those are good, good traits in different ways. Also, when will stop? Men will stop comparing real women to celebrities and Instagram models. I really love my man. Like my man is really delusioned. I love him, but I want to smack it out of his brain. His Instagram feed. <laughs> okay, that is so true. I feel like men either don't know what women look like. Like I could gain ten pounds, and a guy would still think I look the same, or they're like fixated on that Instagram model, like you were saying. Um... I've never really, like, I feel like the guys that I date are not that, like, affectionate where they, like, call me anything. <laughs> like, sexy, hot, or beautiful. It's, like, it's kind of, like, the subtle compliments, but, um, I don't know. Maybe just, like, verbalize, I think, how... That makes you feel. Yeah, it makes you feel. Be open about it. It's, like, not gonna be, like, a make or break of the relationship, I don't feel like, but, um, I think it gets into, like, maturity levels and kind of, like, your own confidence in the relationship and, like, how you show up in the relationship. So, like... I would say definitely just be open about, like, your needs and everything. Um, If he's a cool guy, you should get it. Yeah. Okay, the next one. Where am I supposed to find a man who eats his leafy greens and doesn't destroy his liver every night and wakes up before moon? (laughs) Or wakes up before noon? I'm destined to be single forever. Uh, Um, We're still struggling with this. (laughs) That is every fucking guy. Um, You know... (sighs) I would like to think you can change guys, but sometimes you can't. I feel like guys that eat vegetables have definitely had two girls before me do the devil's work and, like, made them to be the guy they are now. Most likely. Like, guys with skincare, they definitely had a girl that taught him that before you met him. So, 
just be grateful for the girls around you that have elevated the good men to be where they are today. Okay, um, the next one is a crush situation. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Why do I continue to talk to my ex even though we've been broken up for two years? Feel free to roast me on the pod anonymously, of course. Wait, can I put some more tea about it? I'll add some things. He has a girlfriend and we still talk. We still FaceTime, text, and snap. Okay. Um, so, like, I've had the situation where I, like, think about guys from my past, but I never act upon it because I just feel, like, embarrassed. Like, I feel like, oh, my... But if he's reciprocating, then that's something different, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know because I've ever been in that situation, but I mean, I think... I would say, like, if he is, if it's sexual and, like, he's, like, cheating on his girlfriend with you, That's, that raises red flags about him. Yeah. But if you're just friendly, I don't know, I guess I you feel can... Like you can be friends with your ex. Yeah, I think it's, like, a good statement if you, you know, if you and your ex had enough in common and you want to continue that, like, I don't know. Some people, like, are best friends with their ex and, like, are their, you know, their maid of honor and shit at their wedding. Well, not maid of honor. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. No, 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 no. Okay. The next one's a little long, so I will read it quickly. Me and my boyfriend have been together for the past two and a half years. However, I moved out of the country last month to finish my studies. I will only stay here for six months, but we decided to open the relationship because we have been each other's first love. We wanted to try other things. He has met someone else twice and had sex. I thought I'd be completely fine with it since I wanted him to live experiences, but I've just been feeling more jealous and insecure than ever. The worst part is that even though I always wanted to try new things, I can't imagine myself having sex with anyone else. I met a guy from Tinder the other day, and I don't know if my libido has just been too low, or if I just can't let go of my comfort zone, which is sex with my first boyfriend. Any advice? I was struggling so much that we decided to close the relationship again, but he told me that if I wanted to, I could fuck someone to see how it would feel, since he wants this for me. I just don't know how to do it, lol. Interesting. Um... Yeah, I don't think I could ever be in an open relationship. I think especially, yeah, like, for some, I'm, like, such an insecure person. Yeah. That I'd be so afraid that, like, even if, like, I was in a relationship with a guy, like, really did love me, I'd be so fearful of, like, if you would, like, compare the sex, be, like, yes. and prefer to have sex with one girl and then, like, only really have sex with her and never with me. Or, yeah, I just feel like I would kind of spiral. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that, you know, like, you guys experimented and, like, tested it out and you realized that, like, it didn't work out for you. And now that you guys have closed the relationship and he was, like, fine with that. So, I think it's happy that, it's good that you gave it a shot and you realized, like, hey, this didn't really work out. Yeah. Um. I think, yeah, open relationships, I think it made sense because, like, you said, yeah. living apart from each other. I know a lot of people that do that. But for me, like, I'm always saying I would feel so fucking insecure. Or I would just be like, well, why am I not enough to, like, fill your sexual need? Yeah. Or, like, feel like you care about me? Like, why do we need a third person in this? Or, like, fourth or whatever the fuck? Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, like... I don't think that's any bad on you for, like, no. only wanting to have sex with this person if you, like, care about them a lot. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, people are different with their sexual needs and, like, being able to, like, remove feelings from sex and just having meaningless sex. So, don't take it personally, girl. But I wish you the best in the situation. Next one's a short one. Um, I got ghosted by a Brit whose visa's expiring, even though we were doing fantastic. He's got my favorite grocery bag and wine glasses. I mean, I've been ghosted a lot same you just kind of it gets easier over time it is confusing though when it is going really well mm-hmm. and you're like what happened like what made you just decide like okay i'm not gonna talk like to entirely you just had sex with someone and just like you know did the whole thing made breakfast and shit and then you don't hear from them the next day it's like what was the point what was this all just like a big joke like we're the punked were cameras you, yeah but that's happened to both emma and i 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it tries to get easier with age, but we don't know. Okay, the next one is a little voice memo series. Here we are. Okay, hi guys. Um, so there's this guy that I matched with on Tinder like two years ago. Had him follow me on Twitter, which is like super weird. I don't know like why. I allowed him to do that, and then he just, like, would continually like my tweets for, like, a year and would, like, tell me I'm funny and stuff, but, like, would never make plans to hang out with me. And, like, um, yeah, like, I need you to establish a time and a place that we're going to hang out. Like, I'm not down to go, like, back and forth. You know how it goes. Anyways, um... So, we hung out for the first time in November, and I, like, told him off the bat. Okay, thanks. And we've never slept together because when I met him, I had just gotten off of my mood stabilizers, so my libido was totally trenched. And, um, but he's, like, super, like, emotionally vulnerable with me and, like, always wants to cuddle and, like, I don't know, just, like, super open about his mental health with me, which I think is, like, really attractive, but also, like, nothing has really progressed with us. Like, literally all we do is, like, hang out we don't, like, go out anywhere. Like, we could go to the park, but every time I've asked him to go to the park with me, he has, like, not replied. Um, so, yeah. This is pretty insignificant, but, like, I... We vibe really well as friends and, like, make out when we hang out and fucking cuddle because he, like, will incessantly text me telling me how much he wants to cuddle with me. And, like, um, he says he, like, values our friendship and all this shit. But then we'll go, like, a couple days without replying to me. Um, it's super weird. But I'm attracted to him and he's kind. But at the same time, like... I don't want to be thought about casually by anybody, so I don't know what to do. Okay, then we have a screenshot, which I'll read. It says, I wish, but I got off work tomorrow. Hope your weekend was good, though. I miss you. Same to you. I miss you as well. The guy goes, I wish I was cuddling with you. Do you have to wake up early? I got to get to work at 9 a.m. I'd love to see you and sleep with you. Same. I need to be up early as well. I could come over and cuddle and sleep even though we have to be up early. That would make me so happy. And then a bunch of that, like, emoji with, like, the eyes. And then she goes, who's man? And then he'll call me when he's having mid-sleep panic attacks and come and stay the night, which I appreciate that he feels like I can support him in that way. But I'm also like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I feel oddly comfortable in front of him at this point. I don't really care if I appear to him. Like, he was in my bed the other day and I had to fart so badly. But I probably farted on him 20 times. He's really complimentary. I just don't know if he's, like, abusing my kindness or what. 2021, we are farting on men. (laughs) And then we have a few more, which I'll listen to now. He also... Oh, wait. This is... Okay. He also was, like, unemployed and, like, his mental health seemed to not be 
um, like, in the best place upon meeting. And I know he's, like, a very socially anxious person. Um, so, like, I don't know if that plays a role in any of this. It definitely does. But, um, like, I'm attracted to him, and he's kind, and he treats and I'm not even tripping over it. Like, I don't, like, a few months ago, like, I would have been, like, really, really hurt or upset just because I probably was, like, trying to, like, get him to like me more. But at this point, I really don't care. And he's obviously a skateboarder, and he obviously, yeah. like makes music on the side oh that's so embarrassing but he'll like send me just like videos of him skating and like I literally like don't know what to respond so I'll just be like yes Alex work <laughs> it's like what the fuck am I supposed to respond to that okay the ending yes, of that Alex work oh my god okay wait a lot to unpack Okay, um... So it's not really... Pro- it, so you guys haven't really... Yeah, the the sex stuff is not there. Like, you said you didn't know how it's gonna... Pro- or, like, get, you know... Am I looking for the word project? Or, like, progress, sorry. Yeah, progress. You don't, yeah. Know, you don't see any natural progression in it, just kind of, like, lukewarm, whatever. If it feels good for you, I mean, stay with it. Um, it sounds like you have enough in common, I guess. Or you, like, like kind of, like, cuddling with him and, like, what he's, like, nurturing with you. But if you feel like he's just, like, abusing you for, like, kindness, like you were saying, or, like, just using you as some sort of, like, emotional support, you know, person, and relationships are about emotional support, but if it just feels very one-sided, like, you're Mm -hmm. nurturing him a lot, then I would just, like, maybe scale back, Um, because you never want to enter a relationship where I feel like the person is, like, looking for you to, like, fix them. Yeah. So that's, like, a huge red flag. And I think also, like, if you're seeking for something more and you know that, like, that's not going to work out with this guy, then... I feel like, you know, that's probably a conversation that you guys will have to have, and it might be hard based on, like, you know, some of his, like, mental issues or whatever, but, um, you know, we, I hope for the best, and listen, the skater boys, I have had plenty of experience, I get it, it's hard, it's confusing, I have gone to their apartments and I've seen them watching skating videos on their (laughs) TV, so I get the whole skating stuff. Um, Next one. I met a girl on Tinder, and she's a Gemini, and I'm a Pisces. We live... Thousands of miles apart in Canada and have no idea how we match. Similar lives, similar traumas. I fear she is much cooler than me, though I wonder if I should pursue something nearer than farther. Okay, first off, I know nothing about astrology, so, like, good for you. I don't know if this equals, like, a pairing of, like, a carrot to hummus or, like, peanut butter to an apple. Like, I don't know what the the signs mean together, but good for you, sis. Uh, Secondly, about distance, it is kind of, like, you know... Oh, like lusting for something that can't actually happen. I feel like we're all kind of in those scenarios where, like, damn, I wish that that would work out or stuff like that. Um, yeah, I was, I had, I was talking to a guy who was like, I don't know, distance, in a band. Yeah. He lived in California and he was on tour, and so we were talking. And then I like, when he came to New York, we hung out for the weekend. Then we kind of kept on talking as he, you know, went back to California through the rest of his tour. And then things just like fizzled out. I think because we just knew that like. He was in California, I'm in New York. There's no way it was going to work out. So, I mean, you can try to make it work, but I just feel like in the end, it's just yeah, you're gonna get really hurt. hard. Yeah. And 
it's probably just best to get out of the situation. Yeah, I think, like, if there is some sort of tie where, like, one person has the op, like, if there's no reason for the other person to move or the other person lives, then, like, entirely end it. But it's like, oh, I was thinking about moving to New York in five years or something. Or, like, if someone works between both places. But if there's no tie between the two locations, then it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um, though it sucks. Okay, next one. Okay, yes. Please, both of you talk about your love life. But I need advice, lol. Please keep me anon. Two guys. One is someone I was in a, situ- in a situation with in 2019, slept together once. And, like, think he thought I was only interested in him for sex, but I really liked him. But he ended up dating someone else before I could tell him how I felt. He's single now, and he followed me again in January. Haven't spoke about how we left things. But then another few guys who I've known for years, we got really close last year. But we live in different cities in the UK. I feel like I don't know who to pick and not sure if I should open up with either of them about how I feel. Should I stay quiet? Should I ask hookup guy about what the dealio is feels like unfinished business with him please help okay i am always like the unfinished business stuff will keep me up in my sleep i would say it's like awkward to have that conversation but i think you'll feel a lot better kind of knowing where the other person's at instead of like projecting like scenarios like oh they okay they thought i'd only use them for sex or they maybe have feelings for me or maybe they don't you know you play gymnastics in your head all the fucking time so i would just say dm them casually be like hey how's your pandemic going lmao like sam's you know just keep it casual yeah um i mean obviously because then you'll know if if he's worth your time or not right and the elephant in the room is that like you have slept together and you both have unanswered like feelings about it so there is some sort of common bond between you guys and if he just like ghosts you and doesn't respond like that's a sign whatever but like he wouldn't just follow you for no reason so um good luck on that though and then the other guy like yeah, I don't know. I feel like since both of them are just casual, I guess just, like, see what's going on with both of them and get get the men in check. Um, mm-hmm. The next one. Hi, ladies. Love the podcast. I have been with someone for three months who has never given me a red flag who I thought was my soul sa- soulmate. Our connection was so deep. Last weekend, he was at a bar and got very drunk and high and cheated on me. He's very remorseful, and that was the first time he had ever cheated on anyone. We are stuck... Are we a long distance and I'm stuck? I don't know whether to end things with someone I love more than anything or to break up with at the end of the day because he cheated. I'd appreciate the advice you have. Oof. I've never been with a cheater. Knock on wood so I know. Um, I think I would be so hurt. I would be like, I'm throwing your shit on the side of the street. I never want to fucking speak to you again. Yeah, I would just be so... I would just feel so like insecure i was almost. so hurt i would be like you lied to me i can't ever see you again and so i pro i pro- i get the why you probably like i feel like also it's like so hard you've been with someone for so long so then like maybe the idea of like you know being single again i don't know if that's like something that you're fearful of but and i think that you always like when you're in a relationship or like have a crush on someone you have a vision of who they are and then that's ac- then there's a actually grounded in reality who they are and i think our visions oftentimes exceed who that person is in their real life you know and you have to like tell your friend like oh yeah like this is the guy i went on a date with like you hype them up because you're like oh what if this person isn't actually the one i want to be with so i would say take that into consideration when you're like talking about like i think he's my soulmate i think that can change with time i think life perspective it can change it as well but i don't know follow your heart i think it's kind of like flip a coin and you're gonna know which one you want to flip up anyways amen okay next i've been talking to a guy for a while been on three dates now but he has not made first move to kiss me i asked him about it and basically he is just at a weird confusing point in his life and doesn't know what he wants he does keep texting me and planning things though i am horny and want to hook up what do i do yeah if there's three dates and there's nothing going on that i feel like with guys especially yeah he hasn't made the move like he needs to go to the doctor and check his testosterone because <laughs> boys be horny at anything. <laughs> yeah, so definitely 
you know, if he's not going to bring that to the table and you want... You and know, you want that, yeah, you deserve to have your needs met. Like, I feel like girls oftentimes, like, don't get to have their sexual needs met. And so, like, girl, you should be able to hook up with him. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So. Okay. Last one. Here we go. Okay. What do you do when you have a long-term best friend that you are secretly in love with and you have liked each other at different periods of your life, but it never worked out, and now you're like, oh, fuck, should I say something? Except he has a girlfriend now, so, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Oof. And one time... Oops. Oops. Wow, sorry, I do not know how to use Instagram. Voice memos is crazy. Um, but... Basically, um, one time we were on FaceTime together, and then she walked in the room, and he was like, oh, she's mad, because, like, I was obviously on FaceTime, and I think she knows who I am, and I think she knows, like our weird relationship um and then i was trying to be like hey like can i say hi like i want to like say something i want to meet her and he like would not do that like he would not give her the phone like he would not like introduce us and it was super weird and like i don't know basically we went to high school together and then we went to different colleges so like obviously never worked out but now i'm like fuck like this is so sad um because i'm like is it the one who got away like what do you do when you like think you're in love with your best friend that's basically the main premise i guess you don't have to be that specific about me but like that's my biggest question is like do i ruin a friendship by saying something or should i like speak my truth you know um because maybe it won't work out damn good juicy this is our last dm this is a good one um fuck I, okay, based on that scenario of, like, the FaceTime thing, he definitely likes you. Yeah. That, like, that is flag territory that he's, like, this is this girl I actually want to be with. Like, he, yeah, no, 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 no. I understand you guys are friends, so, like, he's just, like, FaceTiming you as a friend, but I am on your side to believe that there's a little bit more brewing in the pot. Mm-hmm, and so he's probably stuck because he's with a girlfriend, but... There's also this other beautiful woman that he also wants. He knows life. about you. Yeah. Oof, this sucks. I would say, like, if there's no, like, the ruining the friendship part of it, if there's no practical reason that you're ever going to be living in the same city, maybe you don't ruin the friendship. But it's, like, if you're both home for a summer or you both, like, move to the same city and you, like, have the capacity to probably make a relationship work, like, just based on circumstances, like, you live in the same fucking place... I would go with it. I would, like, ask about it. Because there's, like, a few people I feel like that I have had this, like, weird quasi-relationship with. And I'm like, well, I don't... Yeah, I never see them, so I don't fucking care about, like, asking if they ever had a crush on me. But if I lived in the same city as them, I sure as hell would be knocking on their door with that. Um, So, yeah, live your truth. But, you know, do whatever you need to make the situation work. Um... Oh my god, last DM, we did it! We did do it, we did it! Girlies, that was our love line! Uh, season, or like, year one of CMOS Girlies, 1-800-CMOS. Mm-hmm. You called in, you wrote your DMs, you answered, you gave us Maybe your... this one does really well, we'll do it again. Yeah, it was fun. Um, hope you guys enjoyed, if your, your little DM or combo got read, I hope you enjoyed our response. If you heard our advice and you want to do absolutely the opposite, you are welcome to do that, and, too. Yeah. You can turn and run from exactly what we said and flip a 180. We won't be offended. No. Because uh, Emma and I know nothing about what we're doing. We're um, still confused girlies who are trying to figure their shit out as well. Yeah. We're just like you. Just like you. Stars. Just like us. Um, we care too much about finding arugula than finding men. Um... Yeah, that's our Valentine's Day. A few of you asked about Emma and my love life. I've been seeing someone. I'm going on my 
fourth date with him on Valentine's Day, and I'm spiraling if he knows it's Valentine's Day or not. If he's listening to the podcast, hi. I don't know if he is. <laughs> um, but, you know, we live and we laugh and we love. Yeah, I've been talking to people here and there, but truly, since starting work, I have been too busy. Yeah. Like, I don't have time, and it's just... Probably for the best is, like, I honestly don't even think or remember that dating apps exist which is so i'm just good. gonna vibe and chilling me and a girl boss if you are in a mode where you don't remember for day but dating apps exist you gotta follow that train because as soon as you do and you're checking 17 times a day yeah. it's not fun feels good feels good to be preoccupied with more important matters emma's liberated she's stretching her hip flexors every night um she's doing her pilates i'm proud of her uh, for being you. a girl boss i'm still Thank kind you. of in demented girl boss mode <laughs> i would say drinking my zevia Going on silly little wax, you know, all of that bullshit. Um, but that's us. Um, I'm kind of sad we got no fucking, like, men, men in our DMs. <laughs> but are we surprised, though? I guess we're pretty, like, intimidating. Um, I should do a demographic on the meme page. I think it's, like, 2% men on the meme page. So, shout out if you're one of our that male listeners. Right. I don't literally think we have a male listener on the podcast. <laughs> if you are a male listener and you want to be interviewed, you can slide in my DMs and try. <laughs> I'll interview you, sure. I don't know if it'll go on the podcast, but... Now I'm just spitballing. Um, we consumed three Zevias each. Yeah, uh, my... my I, I'd be feeling weird. <laughs> I'd be feeling weird. the really... Stevia be getting to me? I, my stomach feels like it's not here. <laughs> I don't know what happened to her. The fr- Okay, go back and listen to the intro of this podcast. Cause... I don't remember the intro and I'm nervous about what it was. <laughs> Kate and I, like... Kate and I were, like, looking in opposite directions, just spitballing. Um, I think we had, like, 30 conversations at once. Yeah, I don't remember the point of it, but... So that'll be a fun thing to wake up to tomorrow morning, and... Yeah, but, you know, if you're listening to this and it's Valentine's Day, happy fucking Valentine's Day, make yourself a zert potato with some, some chocolate and nuts on it. A nice almond flour pancake. Yeah, make some chia jam. <laughs> All of the good ones. You, you you girlies know what's in the rotation. Have a medjool date stuffed with... Queen and Crow granola butter. Yeah. Get some Who Kitchen chocolate. You know the vibes. Yeah, hopefully you're snacking on something savory right now or sweet, whatever you want. Get, <laughs> a, get the, yourself a Zevia. Yeah, Craven. Get yourself a Zevia, some fucking unregulated weird beverage like us. Uh... <laughs> I feel like I'm I now. think we need to end this. <laughs> I think they, they get the point. They get it. They get it. They get it. But thank you for listening to episode 15. Um, next week, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> There's a meme we need to post. <laughs> no. There's a next week and it's like, today to my followers, empty. Tomorrow, who knows? Yeah. And that's what we're leaving you with. Because today, you got 1-800-CBOSS. Tomorrow, who N- knows? knows. Thank you for listening to episode 15 of What the Fuck is CMOS? Bye. Bye.